Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It is October 9th, 2023. We're here to talk WWE Raw and some stuff that's happening sort of around WWE Raw. Fightful Select had a big-ass report today about Vince McMahon, about uh, about Triple H, about who's in, who's out, what we've got going on there. Uh, we had reported before the show Becky Lynch was cleared for action after not being cleared last week. We had the full rundown, the main event, uh, the secret main event as well. But right now... We got Denise Salcedo, and I just want to say one thing, Denise. Uh, today, you and I can unite a little bit. Why? Both of our both of our football teams are better than Denver Broncos. Oh, I was like, why? <laughs> what in this it. world is going to be on the same page? <laughs> ah, suck it, Will. <laughs> yeah, poor Will took an L yesterday. That's oh, you know that's already man. two two straight years in a row where um we beat the freaking Broncos. So uh, I feel bad for Will. He hasn't been able to have bragging rights for a bit. Sad state of affairs. But we are here to talk WWE Raw. Please leave a thumbs up. Please subscribe. Tap that bell for notifications. We had a great interview with Sean Waltman, somebody that Denise knows uh, pretty well. Last week. We had an interview with Alex Shelley go up today. We had Sammy Callahan last week. And how about this? Tuesday at noon, Grapsity interviews Swerve Strickland. He actually talks about Will Washington and Will Ospreay. A whole lot of Wills. A whole lot of Wills there. But listen, when he's watching the uh, Denver Broncos, it's more like won't Washington because they can't win shit. They can't win anything. You love well, to see it. How are the Bengals doing? So didn't they like better, just get better than win? the Broncos? Better than the Broncos. That much. Than, the, okay. They have the same What's number the, of wins as the oh, Jets. Okay. Whatever. How many do the Jets have? I don't know. They're like what? Two and three? Mm hmm. They're two and they three. Yeah. I, I, same as the look, it was supposed to be a different feel for this season for sure. It was, but hey, hey, same. It is what it is. Same. Get your super chats, get your humper chats in. You can get your question or statements read on the air about the direction of Raw, about Triple H or Vince. We are going to spend some time throughout this show talking about Triple H, Vince, and um, everything in between there. So today on FightfulSelect.com, which I will pat myself on the back for, best $5 in the business, best uh, $54 a year in the business, 
We have the Sour Graps post-show review. We had the Weekender podcast go up today. My Backstage Report podcast went up today. We had the Raw plans. We had confirmation that AEW is getting a 10-minute overrun tomorrow. That's before the commercial-free battle. We're going to talk a little bit about that. The Becky Lynch update. The Triple H, Vince, and WWE Creative update. Uh, Grizzled Young Vets contract update. Swerve Strickland update. All of that just today. Like seven different things today for $5 a month. Denise, I'm loving the competition that is going down between WWE and AEW on Tuesday. Like, listen, Tony Khan's going to run out there with a a money gun and just shoot out $100 bills into the crowd. I was Uh, about to say, I wish one of these companies would be like, everybody that tunes in and shows proof is going to get some free lottery tickets, get a $5 voucher or something. So then the other company could be like, okay, well, you get a $20 voucher. This is like your parents getting a divorce and both of you, both of them trying to prove that they really love you. WWE about to announce a live sex celebration for NXT. It's all going down. I'm loving this. This is like, I, I see, honestly, I saw it a lot more before this week. I think this week, what I'm seeing out of fans is they're just like, keep going. Like, keep going. What else can you give us? Before this, there was an awful lot of, you know, tribalism and weirdos about all this and people being like, I can't believe this person would do this. It's It's competition. I love it. I say keep going. Keep doing more. NXT, AEW, both 30 minutes commercial free. AEW gets 10 extra minutes. You got Danielson and Swerve on this show. You've got another title match on this show. Then NXT has Undertaker, Cena, Heyman, Cody, uh, Becky, Oscar, uh, everybody on this show. What are you thinking? Well, I'm looking at this and I feel the exact same way that I think, like you said, a majority of the fans feel where it's kind of like, okay, well, keep it coming. It feels like a party and we're all here getting all the rewards and stuff. Uh, I do think that Wednesday, though, Wednesday is going to be a little bit on the uglier side because, you know, when numbers come out, Sean. Tony announced a buy-in for the show. (laughs) Right now? They're doing Eddie Kingston versus Minoru Suzuki. I saw that earlier. I know. I just saw it for the ROH World Title. Yeah, I saw that. Like um, during Raw, actually, uh, I saw that he made that announcement, and I'm going like, "Oh, damn, freaking Tony!" This is and, amazing. And he, he, he's like, "Did you see like everything that he was like tweeting out like consistently?" He's been like, "We're on the best run." Posted a little graphic of all of like the last pay per views, and then he posted a GIF. Did you see the the GIF that said, "If you want to be a dick" or something like that? No, I didn't. Okay, oh so God. right below his announcement where he announced that the first 30 minutes is going to be commercial free, he posted a GIF. And the GIF is kind of basically insinuating kind of you want to be a dick about putting commercial free while well, so are we. We're going to play this. Like that, read in between the lines of the GIF that he posted uh, uh, right below that tweet. Incredible. Incredible. Alex Fitzgerald said Swerve versus Danielson should start the show during the 30-minute commercial-free part of the show. Start off hot and let the match cook. I completely agree. I think that's the best way to get kicked off. (laughs) This is so stupid. (laughs) They're probably going to announce Tony Khan's birthday party. (laughs) That'd be pretty funny. I would want to see that. I hope so. Somebody says, hard G, not like Jif Peanut Butter. Hey, guess what? Uh, The person who created the file name 
calls it Jif. Sorry. So wrong. what do we say, Jif? Gif? I go back and forth on this. It's Jif. That's that's what they uh, that's what they uh, call it. But Bad Rocket, thank you for becoming a member on YouTube. Uh, so Jonathan Corona says, Sean and Denise, how would you book the debut of Punk if he comes back to WWE? Chicago, do you put him in a match or do you put him with uh, Paul again since Roman is not on the shows anymore, giving Paul stress? No, I think you play off that down the line, but what I would do is have Seth Rollins win his match and then CM Punk comes out and CM Punk stands right across the ring from Seth Rollins. That's what I would do. And you think they're going to roll the clip where Seth Rollins called CM Punk a cancer? Probably. Might as Probably. well. Might. I mean, they. he also talked about it on the, I think it was the Logan Paul podcast or something like that. Forgot which podcast yeah. he spoke about it on. There you go. You already have a feud right there. Call me crazy says live CM Punk and WWE makeup sex celebration. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. The freaking ratings would go like, yes. <laughs> Orlando Arego says, you excited for Super Tuesday tomorrow? Tony announced a buy-in for Dynamite. Oh, I am so pumped. KE775 says, do you expect NXT to respond with an AEW 30-minute pre-show? This competition is great theater. I wonder if we see any other main roster stars. I hope they do. I They're just want to see me. them keep going. They're killing me. <laughs> I wish amazing. this was every week again. I miss this. I really, really miss this. Well, they they took the foot off the pedal after a while, but like this is fun. Every once in a while, like now every once in a while, I just want NXT on Wednesday or AEW on Tuesday every so often. What's funny about this is that everybody's doing it almost like if like, oh yeah, we're not in this competition war. We're out here just trying to put on the very best show. Oh yeah, just like on a random ass October 10th date on a Tuesday, we're all out here trying to, you know, be the very best. Do you expect, actually, uh, I think we saw that. Do you expect NXT to respond? The competition is great. Wonder if we see any, any other uh, main roster stars. I saw somebody say they should announce LA Knight. They should announce LA Knight. They should get LA Knight there, and they should announce him for that show. Um, Josh says, five years ago, WWE had no competition. The product was stale. Now with AEW being in town, going head-to-head, -head, both shows are firing all cannons, and people are complaining. Yeah, I, I, I love it, man. I absolutely love it. I'm here for it. I think it's healthy. I think it's necessary. Very necessary. Uh, before we get into the creative stuff, I'll tell you else, something else I thought was necessary, Denise. A very simple promo that set up Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. Seth comes out. Drew says, I would like a title shot. When you're healthy, at the pay-per-view, Seth goes, really? He goes, yeah. Seth goes, okay. That's it. And then when Damian Priest tries to cash in money in the bank, Drew's like, now I'm going to help you out because my interests are reflected here. Drew hasn't been helping out people that have been getting attacked. But now that his interests are at play, he does. I thought this was simple. It was effective. It makes sense. And it will go sort of into what we're about to talk about with creative. But it made a lot of sense. Drew's winning. He should get the title shot. So I'm like looking forward to this. I feel like this is exactly what I've been waiting for, for Drew McIntyre. I feel like we've talked about this so many times, but it, it was interesting because I saw a couple of people kind of wanted to see Seth Rollins lose the title uh, at freaking, uh, the, God, I'm blanking on the last pay-per-view that we just had that I was just sitting here talking about like two days ago. Uh, why am I forgetting? Sean, 
What the hell did we just watch this past weekend? Oh, yeah, Fastlane. Literally, I could not remember Fastlane off the top of my head right now. Um, so Fastlane, like, a lot of people wanted to see Seth Rollins lose the title to Shinsuke Nakamura. I personally did not feel that way, but I think part of the reason why some people might have felt that way is because they kind of, I feel like Seth Rollins has been wasting a lot of time or spending a lot of time with the same people over and over, you know, feuding with Shinsuke Nakamura for the long time that he feuded with him, feuding with Finn Balor for the long time that he feuded with him. And even though we got a lot of good stuff off of those two, uh, you know, big feuds, I feel like we needed to kind of keep things moving a little bit faster for Seth Rollins kind of moving him on to the next thing and right now drew mcintyre being that next thing kind of feels like exciting to get into this new program so this along with another uh, any other number of things uh was sort of discussed today as pw insider said what we speculated last week on the show denise I was like, hey, and, and funny enough, a WWE higher up watched our show last week and gave gave me a, a on background quote and said, no, it is not an accident that Tegan Knox is on the show, that Johnny Gargano is back, that Cameron Grimes all of a sudden got on TV, that Tommaso Ciampa is being booked the right way, that uh, Gunther is main eventing Raw, that the tag titles are main eventing Raw, that all these things are happening. Bronson Reed is getting wins. Vince has not been contributing to creative the last couple of weeks. Now, there is a full report on FightfulSelect.com. The WWE roster is very, very happy about this. Nobody wants Vince around. I mean, that's probably hyperbole. Maybe somebody does. But first off, they ain't comfortable working for him or with him because of the nature of the stuff that he did. Over $30 million paid out over sexual misconduct-related uh, things. They don't like having any answer to, answer to that. I mean, I can't tell you how many times people have been like, hey, while you're at the Boys and Girls Club of Southern Nevada, why don't you ask them about Vince? They, they don't like the, the possibility of that either. They'd very much rather not deal with Vince. And early last year, WWE superstars lost all creative, uh, really credibility and confidence in Vince McMahon because of the way that he was doing things. Morale was significantly boosted last year. Uh, it is not an accident that Stephanie ran in and out of the company uh, based on when Vince showed up and when he was back and et cetera, et cetera. Um, she was not crossing paths with him creatively in, in that sense. And the word is that Triple H has been sort of leading the charge. Triple H and company. Now, I will say this. WDB creative people that I talked to said that they hadn't had interactions with Vince. He had been submitting things remotely uh, way less than what he used to uh, in the past. But also, Denise, it is very much like a cockroach type of thing. People are like, we hear he's out. But remember last year when people in WWE were like, oh, he's done done. But he wasn't. Now it's a little bit different. He doesn't have the final, final say, but uh, things are looking up right now, Denise. I feel like this is definitely, I think the cockroach thing is actually very much applies here because I do think that whenever Vince McMahon seems to kind of work, I don't know, like 
on a whim, right? When he wants to come in and chime in whenever he wants to, that's what he's going to do. And you can tell these big differences of when Triple H has more of the creative say and when you see Vince McMahon's input on the show. And that, it kind of sucks because now people definitely know. And then that's not a good thing because when it's Vince, you can definitely tell on the show and the show definitely takes a hit. And then it sucks because it's like, okay, all of the work, all of the creative work that Triple H put in, all of the things that he did in the past months in the past week can easily come undone the second that Vince McMahon goes okay you know what I want to come back in I want to do this I want to fix this I want to do that or let's not do this or whatever it is that he's on a whim to do and so that does kind of suck so personally for me I'm kind of just taking this as a, a win for what we're doing right now but am I going to get my hopes up and think that this is the permanent thing that we're going to be seeing kind of like we thought you know several months back when Vince McMahon was essentially quote unquote retired it feels like just don't get your hopes up enjoy for what enjoy enjoy it for what it is right now and enjoy for the talent you know the opportunities that they're getting for example I mean the big one is what Tommaso Ciampa Johnny Gargano like look at those guys they didn't get a chance Johnny Gargano we never even saw him on TV and we mentioned some other people it on was there. outright nixed Fightful Select broke the news uh, over the past week best five dollars in the business please subscribe the WWE Raw in Cleveland, funny enough, one that people really, really loved, was originally supposed to have Tommaso Ciampa answering Seth Rollins' open challenge. Now, I had people saying, well, Ciampa shouldn't have lost that match. Well, he wasn't going to. It was going to go to a non-finish. Judgment Day was going to interfere. And Johnny was going to make a big return in his hometown. It got nixed that weekend. It got vinced, is what people told me. Uh, so, I mean, when you've got your own term for stuff like that, it ain't well. And listen. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash Fightful. Completely separate of being terrible creatively, Vince McMahon should not have been in the position that he was in for a long time before then because of his behavior and because of the things that he was doing and the way that he was abusing power and in any number of, of ways. Uh, but also creatively bankrupt, sincerely horrible television that he was putting on for a very, very long time. 
And now things at least make sense. People are winning and getting title shots. Different people are being featured. It's just better. So, Sean, do you think he's doing this right now or rather not doing creative right now as heavily involved because he's so focused on everything going on with TKO and this new merger and everything that's going down with that? Or do you think he's seen it more so as, hey, let's let Triple H do things because clearly uh, it's working what he's doing or at least when he's doing stuff, it seems to be working. So I'll, I'll read these two super chats that, that applies to Emily says, did is Vince out willingly or did Endeavor fleece him? Ryan says, Sean, based on the Triple H creative news that broke today, Jimmy should do a victory lap on The Hump Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. He called this back in April. Ari Emanuel definitely played Vince McMahon. So, uh, Jimmy Van, uh, in case you guys didn't know, he is wildly successful, completely separate of Fightful. He has run multiple businesses incredibly well, is effectively retired now and doing what he wants because he was so successful. He kind of saw what was coming here. He kind of knows this this line and the way that things are going to go. And he saw this a long time ago where Vince would kind of be pushed out as soon as the merger happened or would be made a figurehead. I think that's what's going on. I think that Vince has been effectively rendered a figurehead in WWE. Think. Not, not reporting. That's just what I think. And Side Sukka says... Uh, looks like my hunch was right ever since SummerSlam seemed like Vince was out. Now we have a confirmation, another great Raw. If Endeavor's in backing, trip, backing Triple H, he should be Teflon from Vince. Well, Denise, specifically, it's been the last three Raws that I've heard this about. Basically, after Tegan Knox had her match pulled, I'm not saying that's what it had to do with, but every Raw since then... I have not been hearing about these late changes. Now, that does not include Jey Uso and Damian Priest last week or the Becky Lynch match. Those are medical. You can't really, really change anything like that. But listen, I, about once a year, I feel like I, I am, I got to be the bearer of bad news about Vince McMahon being back in creative. You know what I mean? Like, right. And people are like, <laughs> What's the big deal? Obviously, he was there all the time. No. In fact, one person in our report on FightfulSelect.com said that the only WrestleMania or the only Raw they know for sure that he completely just abused and switched up was the one after Mania, which was oh, everyone felt it. that one for sure. That one came in like a freaking earthquake. Like everyone felt that thing freaking rattle. It was terrible. Will Chisholm says, Is this different uh, because Vince uh, has to report to his boss? Yes, this is significantly different. Ultimately, Endeavor has majority voting power. Rock hard Joel Wood says, call me naive. I don't think it's a coincidence. We started seeing more Triple H-focused so shows as soon as the merger closed. I think Endeavor just wants Vince around as a figurehead for the business. So here's what I suspect. Suspect. Educated suspicion, call it. Vince never wanted to leave. Vince thought he was bulletproof. He thought he was bulletproof for a long, long time. And then when he was made to believe that it'd be a good idea to retire, he thought that yeah, he could just go away for a little bit, come back. However, he does retire. He sees that not only do numbers not go down, they succeed. And not only do they succeed, they thrive, Denise. And, ooh, it is hard to see somebody doing even better without you. And then December rolls around and Vince pushes his way back in. 
Stephanie gets the hell out of there, just like she did when she found out he was being investigated. She got the hell out of there. Vince pushed his way back in, pushed his way back into creative, and Vince came back under the guise of looking for a sale. Now listen, this is just me. If the reports are true and Disney is interested in buying media rights for SmackDown or, or Raw and NXT or whatever, I don't believe that they wouldn't have just bought the whole goddamn thing because nobody can monetize anything better than Disney. They would have turned Kevin Owens into a goddamn roller coaster or something. You know what I mean? You, you would have seen Spider-Man fighting uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You would have seen all kinds of stuff. So that was the first time I was like, hmm, interesting. However, what we didn't get was a sale. What we got was a merger. And what we got was the deal that allowed Vince to come back. Because if they had sold to Disney, Bob Iger ain't playing that shit. If they sold to any other number of places, they ain't playing that shit. Now, I know there's a lot in there about, oh, well, these are the, the bidders they disclose and all that. Listen, I don't think that Disney even, when they found out that Vince wanted to, to remain involved, I don't think that they would have even had interest in that because they're not that dumb. However, Ari Emanuel dealt with a sale in which people were going to stay on in Dana White. However, Dana White, despite all of his faults, is far more useful than Vince McMahon is at this stage. I think Vince took the deal that allowed him to stay, and now and, and now that the deal has gone through, they're like, oh, you can stay as this statue over here, but this other guy is going to run creative and all this stuff. How do you think that's how do you think Vince's ego is handling that? Probably horribly, probably really bad. Cause that's when you're because think about like everything Vince was doing prior to everything that be, be before the Wall Street Journal uh story broke and yep. all of that. And you know, that I, wasn't, by that the wasn't way, so long ago. Concentrated within WWE. Somebody within like I hate to tell you guys this, Wall Street Journal ain't just camping out getting wrestling scoops. Somebody in WDB wanted Vince out and they knew about this investigation. They were part of the board and gave wall street journal that. And listen, somebody gives everybody all kinds of news. That's the way that it works. But I can tell you, I know some of the people that wall street journal reached out to once they got tipped off from the board. Oh boy. They went deep. They went real deep to find out some of this stuff. And then after their report, Fightful found out about even some even more people that were, it was just, oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, guys, we are going to continue to talk about this throughout the show. Emily says, any chance or news on Stephanie coming back? I haven't heard of that, but if Vince is away, I think there's always um, a an opportunity. Is Nia Jax a parting gift from Vince? It might be, might be, might be. I did have somebody say, do you think there's anything to a lot of the Vince guys getting released recently? Because like Boogs and Shanky, even Vince guys. Vince being gone, does that mean uh, it's more likely Punk succeeds in WWE? So in our CM Punk report on FightfulSelect.com, we had reported that uh, when Punk sent out a feeler to WWE, one of those people said, you should probably talk to Vince directly instead of Triple H. So. Because that's where the fence is needed mended. Because Vince did not want to bring him back 
didn't. Uh, JB says, is it Vince, the executive chairman of WDB? I thought he holds the highest position of authority on the WDB side with one man above him, which is Ari Emanuel. If Ari is overruling him, that's huge news. I mean, maybe it was a willing thing. Maybe, you know, maybe it's a willing thing. Maybe he's sick. Maybe he's had another surgery. I, I don't know. It just feels like there's more checks and balances now, whereas before Vince McMahon would basically say and do whatever and everybody else was like, yes, yes, right? A bunch of yes men all around, whereas now there may be more of, you know, hey, maybe let's go this direction. Now you've got more, you got more cooks in the kitchen, right? More people yeah. saying this, more people suggesting whatever. So I feel like it may be more of a little bit of a check and balance system is what I'm kind of predicting or, you know, assuming from here. And Reese Power says, morale high, people getting booked properly. It's almost like some sort of geriatric sex pest has been removed from putting his gross hand over everything. You said it. Apex Caliber says, Drew is an awesome tweener in this episode of Raw. I thought so as well. And we are going to talk about WWE Raw. Keep sending in these Tuesday Night War, CM Punk, and Vince questions. We sincerely appreciate it. Luis says, maybe the Fed's watching again. Buddy, there are always Fed's watching. So, uh, KE775 says, who do you think makes a CM Punk decision? Do you think it's still Vince solely, or do you think it's a combination of Vince, Triple H, and Nick Khan? I think it is a combination of Ari Emanuel, Vince McMahon, Triple H, and Nick Khan. I think everybody will have a say in it, and I think they will probably talk to some of the roster as well. What if CM Punk shows up with the AEW belt across from Seth? Well, then WWE will get sued. That is what will happen. That is the AEW's intellectual property. Uh, I'll tell you... Uh, what a true intellectual likes Denise. That is Ivar because Ivar rules. Ivar is incredible. They are just saying, Hey, Ivar, Kofi, go out there and fill two segments. And they're like, All right, cool. Then Kofi slings Ivar through a table by his beard, and Ivar hits him with a moonsault and beats him. Uh, Kofi did uh, Sandman's finisher at one point, the white Russian leg sweep. I know you didn't get to watch the Ivar Kofi match from a few weeks ago. Well, listen, I. I love this. I like the Viking rules matches. They're definitely changing things up for them, man. I said this before, but things were really looking down for, uh, you know, unfortunately right now we just got one, but still it doesn't matter. I feel like they're finding a new way to just get things. I don't moving along. It was a nice way to kick off raw. I feel. And it kind of set the tone because today's show was, it was not bad. It was not bad. Yeah. Uh, speaking of drew McIntyre, by the way, by the way, I, I just, Love that they have not given up on Ivar with Eric out. We did see Valhalla tonight. Uh, Ivar beat up not just Kofi, beat up Xavier too. So he was looking great. But Drew McIntyre. <laughs> so backstage, he confronted Jay. He was stopped by Zayn. We'll tell you about that later. But the Judgment Day is backstage. <laughs> and Rhea confronts JD, which is amazing. I just love it because uh, she's looking at him and, you know, JD just sitting there looking back at her like this. I knew it. And then somehow, like we're talking like a Mark Henry feat of strength here. Damian Priest lifts that big ass head up, posts it up against the wall. That was my favorite part. His facial reaction, he looked like he was staring down at death or something, bro. Like, that was pretty good, actually. That was that was meme material. That was funny as all hell. Did you ever watch uh, Hey Arnold when you were a kid? Back in the day, yeah, of course. Who didn't watch well, Hey Arnold? Well, Denise, this reminded me of something 
very specific down to the size of the head and everything. Oh, because of Arnold's big giant football head. Look at <laughs> and that. Helga, Helga Pataki. <laughs> yeah, and, but Helga loved Arnold. <laughs> I know. Well, you never know. You never know. Oh, uh, yeah. Drew all Ma- of a sudden, Rhea's going to be like, I'm done with you, Dom. I'm interested in JD McDonough now. <laughs> Drew McIntyre whipped JD McDonough's ass, by the way. There's not a lot to that, but I'll tell yeah. you what there is to it. Drew McIntyre picking up wins in route to getting a world title match. This is what I like. I'll tell you what I don't like. People getting title shots just based off of losing and being like, hey, I'm going to give you a full month to get healthy, and then I'm going to say I've got you right where I want you. This just made an awful lot of sense. Drew has beaten JD, Miz, Kofi, Jey Uso, uh, Xavier Woods uh, in singles competition, Ludwig Kaiser. Like He has not lost a singles match in quite some time, and that's what I want to see out of out of uh, people like that. I think, I mean, he lost to Gunther, but there ain't nothing wrong with losing hey, to Gunther. If you're going to lose to Gunther, if you're going to lose to anybody, it might as well be Gunther. Oh, yeah. Backstage, Ricochet yells out, hey, you piece of crap! And then uh, attacks Nakamura. Nakamura does a GTS to Ricochet because we, we got to have our fifth match between them, Denise. Yeah, we definitely do. How how many, have they already done that? Several, four, has it really been four five matches? times. Four times, two DQs, one no contest. Oh, God. It's all a blur to me now because they were doing that whole thing when, like, Bronson Reed was involved, and then it got really confusing where I didn't even know who was feuding with who anymore. Yeah, Yeah, we're going Uh, back to that. Are you excited for this at all? No, no, I'm not. I mean, I'm sure it'll be nice. It'll be a good little match, but I really don't really care about Shinsuke Nakamura and Ricochet right now. I think that they... They kind of tired me out when they did that whole, you know, circus again when I was mentioning the whole Bronson Reed thing. I'm glad they got Bronson Reed the hell out of that, by the way. Yeah. Oh, we're going to, I'm going to, I can't wait to talk about Bronson Reed. Me too. JM says, I wish Kenta would consider another run in WWE. I mean, maybe he would be. I mean, maybe he would be interested considering Triple H is, uh, Triple H is in control now. Uh, but, Kento on Twitter said, see you on Survivor Series. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we've got A Steel saying, off topic, likelihood of a PLE at the Vegas Sphere. I guarantee you they will. Th- there will be a wrestling event at the Sphere. There's no way they won't do that. It looks incredible, Denise. I saw. I, saw, well, I mean, I had been seeing the outside images, but I just saw some of the inside images. But how many yeah. people does it hold, by the way? Do you know? It it's looks configured so for tiny. like 17, it's configured for like 17, 18,000, but for wrestling, oh. it can be a lot different. Dang, lot different. they fit all those people in that little circle. It looks so tiny yeah. to me, but I haven't seen it in person. I'm going to Las Vegas next week, so I'm going to look at it this time okay. and see and see what it looks like. You know, Nakamura hit a go to sleep. I'm going to help you guys go to sleep. When I'm traveling, the thing I miss the most is my bed. That's because I've got a Helix Sleep mattress. I worked with Helix Sleep before it ever became helixsleep.com slash Fightful. During the pandemic, I needed a new mattress. My back was hurting. I was sleeping on a slab of memory foam. It was not working for me, but I didn't want to go to a mattress store. I wouldn't have wanted to even if it was the pandemic at the time. But I looked up and found helixsleep.com slash Fightful. And I found a ton of five-star reviews. 
I found a ton of benefits. There are so many different options. There are options for, for people who sleep too warm, people that want their spine aligned, people who want just anything. And how, how do you how do you find what you need from helixsleep.com slash fightful? You take an online questionnaire and when you fill it out, they will find your preferences and match you up to the mattress that works for you. I got the Dusk Lux model. And right now, you can get 25% off any purchase for a limited time using the code FIGHTFUL, and you get two free dream pillows. I've had a lot of neck issues, and helixsleep.com slash FIGHTFUL has really helped me out in this regard. It's been put over by Wired, GQ, Good Housekeeping, all kinds of people, most importantly, FIGHTFUL. But they have over 30,000 five-star reviews. They have great flexible financing plans and it comes straight to your door. If you don't like it, after 100 nights, they'll just come get it for you. What do you have to lose? Invest in your sleep. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Check them out, my friends. Jay Miller says, what are your predictions for Undertaker's segment? Guessing with Corbin for his biker entrance at No Mercy. I think there's a chance like maybe he just comes out and choke slams Baron Corbin or something like that. I think it'll be very simple, but I think we could probably see like, I think we probably see like motorcycle undertaker. He left his gloves back and he said that he was done with that. Denise. Right. I have no idea what we're going to get from that. I feel like it could pretty much go like any direction. There's been everybody been mentioning all of these different names of who he can have like a little moment with on screen with. I don't know. I feel like at this point, I'm just actually hoping that they do deliver with The Undertaker and it doesn't become a thing where they just tease different no reason. That's like the thing that I'm like, okay, hopefully they don't do something like that, which I doubt it. I really doubt it. But I'm more so excited to see like how do you you how do you use the undertaker in nxt NXT. how how and with who and and what (laughs) you know i just have so many questions on this one and and i'm curious choke slam joe gacy that's a lot of people were like bringing up joe gacy's name i feel is the name that i've mostly been seeing but then at the same time it's like okay I don't know. I feel like it is it is a, t- a tough one to like a tough pill to swallow with that one because again, it's the Undertaker and you just don't know what they're gonna have him do on NXT. Orion Ben says we're about to have the greatest Tuesday shows ever. Yeah, possibly. Uh, Tony says F it. Tony might as well have Tay Tay with Travis in the front row. And B Sweet says hoping tomorrow has a larger overall audience between the two shows and not just a split. Competition drives better TV. I think it'll probably be one of the most viewed episodes of NXT ever. How do you think Dynamite's going to do? Do you think they're going to do what they normally do, lower mm, or I more? I think they'll do lower. I think they'll do. You think lower. they'll do uh, lower? I thought they'd do about the same. That like they're average. But I don't. Tough. I would be surprised though if they did better than what they normally do. Call me crazy, says Shinsuke and Ricochet are the chicken and Peter. I don't think so quite yet, and I think you need somebody. I think the, the women's division is, which we can talk about right now. Raquel and Nia ends in a no contest. Uh, Raquel power bombed. Dude, that was Nia. the best part. Also, also uh, shout out to the Tiger Driver from Ivar, the old Pearl River Plunge as well. But Raquel and Nia, which I thought, honestly, I enjoyed it quite a bit because Raquel was laying her shit in. She was like pig booting the hell out of Nia. 
<laughs> that's what I liked that watching this match, it didn't feel like the same matches that I've been. So we, we've grown accustomed to seeing for Nia Jax where she's always the dominant one. And she's always the one beating, like you said, beating that ass. This time it was Raquel. Raquel was the one who going into this match, she looked really good in the match. She looked really good. And of course you mentioned that power bump, dude, that was freaking impressive, man. That was so impressive to see her uh, be able to lift up Nia Jax like that. I liked it because I didn't feel like Nia was being shoved down our throats here. Instead, it felt like we were watching this to see Raquel and her power be put over. I thought that Raquel giving it back to Nia was so important because how often have we seen Nia come in and just dominate people both like within storyline and seriously, like impose her will. Uh, Will Chisholm says, glad we got two women's matches and many women's segments. Keep it up, WWE. You could tell this was a Triple H Raw. Rhea, Raquel, Shayna, Nia, Becky, Tegan, Chelsea, Piper, Caden, Katana, Natty, Indy, Candice, all on the show. Well, Rhea ran in and started to whip ass. Then Shayna showed up and whipped ass. And uh, we're getting that match next week. Eddie says, just recently subscribed. What do you guys think of Rhea? People complain that Roman is never there, but Rhea never wrestles herself. First match next week since SummerSlam, I believe. Becky wrestles. Well, listen, as long as she's wrestling a good one time a month on TV, I'm happy. I don't care if they don't necessarily have her wrestle all the time, but that's also not true. She wrestled... Uh, Raquel Rodriguez last month as well. She wrestled uh, Raquel at Payback and Raw, I'm pretty sure. And she wrestled Candice after SummerSlam. She wrestled Indy after SummerSlam. Uh, she wrestled an NXT after SummerSlam, I believe, or maybe that was right around there. I think she's she's doing it. Sometimes you got to give her a little break. She's doing a lot right now, Denise. She's doing a lot of appearances for sure. But yeah, I do get it though. I do want to see more from I, I'm I do want to see more from Rhea's reign. And that's why I'm happy that she's having this match next week with Shayna Baszler. Like that to me is going to be something that actually feels like a big freaking deal. Of course, I loved all the stuff that she did with Raquel. That was perfectly fine. But I'm curious to see how it's going to be with her and Shayna Baszler. So I'm feeling this. And even when Shayna laid out Rhea, I felt like it was a big deal. It's not very often that you see another woman just towering over Rhea Ripley while Rhea's on the mat you know in pain or whatever you don't get to see that very often so I really liked the visual of just seeing Shayna standing above Rhea Ripley so that's definitely something I'm looking forward to like seeing Candice and Indy on the screen later on as well Ripley demanded a match against Shayna I love that because she should I love that Rhea is not afraid of anybody she shouldn't man be. no man definitely. woman doesn't matter she shouldn't be afraid of him uh, Tim says, question, could Finn and McDonough be conspiring to wreck Damien's cash in? Yes, I think so. I think they could be. I think it's a possibility. Orion says, give me King Ricochet uh, versus not uh, IWGP Shinsuke Triple H. <laughs> I wish. I wish they would just go out there and say, let's have the best match of our WWE careers. Rock Hard Joel Wood says, with Shinsuke doing the GTS, is WWE going to tell you it wasn't intentional still? WWE never told me that. Now, I, I want to be clear. When I say WWE told me something, I mean a rep in an official capacity told me something. It was a person close to Seth that had indicated that. And uh, 
they said that uh, all of the things that we saw that were appeared to be CM Punk references were not. Now, obviously, there have been some that are intentional. They said that uh, some of the first ones that people picked up on weren't actually intentional and, and they were just accident they were just coincidental and then they see the buzz that happened and they're like oh shit. keep it going yeah anything to get a buzz right that's what i figured yes. because i felt like sometimes people kind of reach a little bit online and some of the things that people have said oh this is directly related to cm punk i kind of felt like well maybe but maybe not and then once you kind of started to see them do it a little bit more often it did start to feel like they were doing it just for for people to talk, right? And that's what you want. You yeah. want people to talk. We've got chaos saying, in your opinion, what is the your feelings on the rumor of WWE Creative bringing back the Firefly Funhouse and the Wyatt characters? I have heard nothing about that. In fact, uh, specifically, I was told that when and if Bo Dallas wants to do something, it would be broached then. Uh, random question is Regal back to being Triple H's right hand man backstage on Raw and SmackDown. I don't know that to be true. I know Bruce Pritchard is always there in in Gorilla. Ryan says, "Hey Sean, do you know what's going on with Karrion Cross? I've been seeing him post tweets of his old NXT matches, saying remembering. There's reports of him getting a big push. Is that accurate? I haven't heard anything of that nature, but he's always thinking of ways to create buzz for himself. He's very smart." Andy says, "Are you bullish on a Punk return?" Nakamura using GTS indicates it isn't happening. Would you, you wouldn't give his finisher to someone if he was coming. Well, if you were teasing him, you would. So I'm not bullish on that necessarily. Becky Lynch interrupted by Zia Lee. Call me crazy says I pop for Zia Lee. Happy to see her on TV. Finally, hope it leads to something. These CM Punk not signing allegations are getting weaker. Every show. Uh, I don't know who has, reported that he's not signing uh we've just reported that he that talent has not been uh told whatsoever uh about it denise zaya lee that was random as hell i'm glad yeah. glad that she's doing something but well yeah. yeah definitely i mean god it's been forever since i've seen anything from her to the point where i'm like i don't even remember if i'm a fan or not because i haven't seen anything in such a long time with her involved i mean she looked great um, but that that's kind of about it. That was all we got. But it did feel super random to see this confrontation here. Whether or not I'm excited, I can't really say because I don't remember the last thing we got with Zia Lee. What was honest to God the last thing we got with Zia Lee? Because I don't remember at all. Uh, nothing for a very, very long time. Like maybe a battle royal or something like that. Yeah, I ain't going to remember that for sure. Well, Becky Lynch had a really good match with Tegan Knox. I know this is one that, that meant a lot to her. She had pushed for this. She sincerely wanted to face uh, face Tegan Knox. Afterwards, Tegan's consulted by Natalia, Caden, and Katana, uh, Katana, but is made fun of by Chelsea and Piper. I love this. We get a great match. Tegan gets the respect of Becky Lynch. Zia Lee is tied into Becky. You've got a tag team feud being set up with another tag team in the background. They started kicking shit off, Denise. They were like, we hear you. These people aren't involved. How about this? We're getting everybody involved. And a badass match on top of it. Love this. I think the one thing that I will say was noticeable in a good portion of the match was I thought they did a great job. And you can tell that you can tell just based off of 
Becky Lynch was going like 100 miles per hour during this match. That was the only big thing that I noticed in the difference between Tegan Knox's performance and Becky's performance was that Becky was moving at like 100 miles per hour and Tegan was was not matching that speed. That was the that was the only thing that kind of took me a little bit away from this match, but I feel a big reason for that is we need to keep seeing Tegan Knox more, man. I think she needs to get out there, get more comfortable, get more matches, get more of this so that we can see her start to match that speed start to match that energy so that to me was the only thing that kind of um it really stood out to me while I was watching this match because I was just freaking watching Becky like go 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 all around and there was a lot of slow motion moments for Tegan Knox during this match so that one did kind of take me out a little bit but regardless I kind of feel like that's more so just because we don't get to see her very often and she has such a good freaking look man she has such a good look I want to see them give her more of a character like I want to know who is Tegan Knox on this show other than her name is Tegan Knox and she's got colorful hair and she has potential. Who else? Who is Tegan Knox? Like, I want to know more about her personality. I want to know more about who Tegan Knox is. So that's kind of where I'm at with this. And you mentioned that backstage interaction with uh with with all the girls backstage. I thought that was pretty funny. Of course, Chelsea Green's been killing it on the character side of things. She's been killing it. Yeah. I loved how much they got everybody involved. Uh, Catch fan says, is it true Katana Chance is sidelined for an injury? I have not heard of her being on any internal injury reports, but she hasn't wrestled lately either. So there's always a possibility, but I'm glad that they have her uh, on TV. I know Caden, I believe, I don't want to say I know Caden. I had heard Caden said that wasn't the case though. VSD says, join late, but this background on a Monday show is messing me up. Where's the paint splatter NXT 2.0 colorful one? Uh, well, listen, we we still have like this frame. We've got a bunch of them we can use. We got We've a used lot. this one for like years. I feel yeah, yeah. But so that's a frame. That's an overlay. What we have now is an underlay, which is a little more versatile. So we've got a bunch of. Oh, them. I like the yellow one. We don't ever get to use. Let's use the yellow one more. Well, I like that one. Smoke weed. Oh, I can't be associated down. with you, Sean, with, with this. With this, yeah. no. We got this one. I like as this well. one too. Yeah. Well, there we go. I uh, like the yellow one the best. It's like very in your face. We saw a goddamn fantastic Ludwig Kaiser. Wait, vignette. Sean, you're not going back to the original one. I feel like we should stick to the one we were using the whole show because if not, it's just gonna mess so, with me. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Ludwig Kaiser is the A plus specimen, Denise. This ruled. This was my favorite thing of Monday Night Raw, and I don't care what anyone says. Oh, actually, never mind. I'm wrong. This was my second favorite thing. This was my second favorite thing on Monday Night Raw. Uh, damn, this was so freaking good. Uh, them basically calling him the A, what is it, the A-plus specimen, saying that he's art, that he's perfection. It was great, but my favorite part of all of this, so they were showing him like an AI art, and he was the Mona Lisa and all of these iconic uh art pieces whatever my favorite part though was something so so minimal but it was the most relatable thing to me whereas when he shook someone's hand and the first thing he did was spray his hand sanitizer because <laughs> with like covid changed everything man after covid i'm like bam bam, bam hand sanitizer everywhere all the time so yeah i love this this was good we also had DIY set to uh, be interviewed by Wade Barrett. They made a little bad news Barrett uh, comment there. 
uh, which is pretty funny. We also saw them do the, the glorious bomb again on Twitter, which was great to see after all these years. But they're attacked by Giovanni Vinci and Kaiser. This is good. Uh, Luis says, uh, we need the NXT Giovanni Vinci vignettes next week too. Yeah, I, I agree. I think these are very, very helpful. I think they helped. They helped Val Venus, Crime Time, Muhammad Hassan, like any number of people, Carlito, people become acquainted. Even if they're already on the show, why, why the hell not? People still talk about Sean O'Hare's. Uh, so I think this is good. I thought it made sense for them to set up this, this tag feud this way, Denise. Yeah, I like this. And by the way, I loved the promo um, that Johnny Gargano and Ciampa did where they were basically saying that they feel like this is it, like this is their time, this is their opportunity. And I'm going, God, I hope so. Rock hard Joel Wood says, as of today, October 9th, what's your percentage of Punk joining WWE? It's 50-50. says, I'm I made a Raj style. For like no reason. Okay. Well, I was going to ask for a reason, but you said no reason. He said, I made a Raj-style $50 bet with Ibu that he wasn't showing up. Listen, you messed up. Uh, you, you, if you're making a bet on, uh, like, listen, that's, it's educated. Ibu is educated on this stuff, man. Like, he knows what he's talking about. He's a very smart guy. I'm scared. Someone I don't know is FaceTiming me a bunch. Like, a number I don't know and an email I don't know. And they're just blowing up my... No. Answer oh God, it. Answer it on God, the air. No. Let's go. What if it's someone I do know? They're, like, just calling me and calling me. And I don't know who this person is. And it scared me. No Come one on FaceTimes me. No. What if it's someone I know that changed their number or something? Hey, Look, say I'm on the they're air. not stopping calling me. It's, like, nonstop. It's just my Maybe. phone's just blowing up from this random ass number. Is it FaceTime? One of them was FaceTime. Two of them uh, wasn't FaceTime. Whatever. Now I'm just scared. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you an opportunity to answer that while no, we hear from Nord. It. Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff, <laughs> any combination of the three, if they're doing a fight circus or something like that, this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys. Change your virtual location, pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the UK, in Australia, etc., etc. And you can get different interfaces. Maybe you don't like Peacock and you want to check out the WWE Network the way that it used to be, the way that it was designed to be, the easy navigation, so on and so forth. Maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials. Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Denise, who was it? I don't know. I just muted them. Send Super Chats, Humper Chats of who you think it is. Warhammer oh, oh. says it's probably Paul Heyman trying to call Roman. <laughs> uh, we had an IC title contenders match. Bronson Reed defeated Ricochet and Chad Gable. Brandon Charles Powell says a promise, after a promising to defeat uh, Gunther for the IC title, if Gable goes on to do so at some point, it's another good sign that Vince is out. Well, I mean, he got this push under Vince McMahon. Like, I haven't necessarily 
heard of him not liking Chad Gable or anything like that. But I do think this is a longer term story that Chad Gable wants to get there. But in the short term, give me the meat. Give me the meat. Bronson Reed with that beautiful tsunami. All the meats. Have Arby sponsor this thing. I'm ready for it. So this was the thing that I thought was my favorite thing on Raw today. This was absolutely enjoyable. I thought that everything they did in this match was cool. It was fun to see. Uh, There was like, uh, there were so many freaking cool moments. And you said it right there with that splash from Bronson Reed to close it off. I feel like this is the, this is the, this is the run that I wanted to start seeing Bronson Reed have to continue moving forward. And when they announced that he's having this match against Gunther, I just, I, I, I felt like this was, this was a Denise match. Like this is what I am waiting for. So I'm very excited for next week's match, but this one was definitely my favorite thing of Monday night raw today period incredible matt hennessy says great to see hunter have final say we had an entire women's division on raw we're getting reed and gunther and a diy reunion just warms my rebel heart i would love to see the actual rebel heart back as well chaos says call me a conspiracy theorist but i think this whole thing may have been planned from the start by triple h ari and endeavor Uh, i hope so i hope it was sincerely planned because that's what vince mcmahon deserves as a human being uh, but I mean, he ain't hurting that bad. He's a billionaire. Will Chisholm says, do you see TKO? Maybe bring back Stephanie at some point if she wants to. Yes, I do. If she wants to, I think they would welcome her back with open arms. She is really, really liked in the company. Rock hard. Joel Wood says, do you think the thing, uh, the Vince thing will help WWE land free agents or keep current talent knowing the creative will be more stable under triple H. Not only do I think it will help them land free agents? I know it will because it helped them last year. I mean, Johnny Gargano outright said he was going to do it. Are they still calling you, Denise? Sorry, my phone's just like, I need to turn this off or something. Why? Why? Who is I don't doing know. This? Let me put it on. Send do not me disturb. the number. I'm going to call him on the no, air. No, you're not going to call anybody. You're not going to call anybody. Anyway. Cody Rhodes and Jey oh, Uso. Co- I figured out. Okay. Whew. Okay. I figured out who it is. I think. Anyway, Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso are coming out. Uh, Jey Uso is yeeting through the halls. And Michael Cole's in the ring. And he's killing it as an in-ring interviewer. He's like, Cody, you're tag team, you're a tag team champion. That's great. Is this going to distract you from finishing the story? Are you afraid that you're going to fail if you try again? And then Cody Rhodes tries to be a politician and be like, I'm tag team champion, baby. And Michael Cole goes, nah, son, how about you winning the title that your dead dad didn't win? That was savage. I was like, I I don't know if that was savage or if that was just like very, very hard. Like very mean. He should have been asking him about Taylor Swift, like a real journalist. Look at my eyes. What? No balls. No balls. Anyway, Sammy and KO come out. And Sammy's like, listen, (laughs) I'm really happy for you. And I'm going to let you finish. But Sammy and KO had the greatest tag team title win of all time. Of all time. I'm tired of people using Taylor Swift's name for clout. Pisses me off. 
It's... And Kevin Owens says, I'm going to keep it real. I'm not happy for you guys at all. I don't like Jay. And I think this is a scummy thing to do. So let's have a match tonight. And Cody Rhodes says, hell yeah, let's do it tonight. Jonathan Corona says, I can't believe they uploaded the Jay and Cody scrum. Imagine Punk in NXT tomorrow. Well, that ain't going to happen. But um, imagine, I mean, at this point, they're throwing out everything. What if all of a sudden you hear CM Punk's theme song and you're like, oh, shit. Will says uh, Michael Cole and all the Cody shit was great. I thought he was great. I thought he was phenomenal. I think he's been really killing it as an in-ring interviewer, Denise. Well, yeah, I mean, I would hope so. I don't see why not. But uh, this made an awful lot of sense. Why wouldn't Sammy and KO immediately want a tag title match? Which they got, and they did not win. Uh, but it was a killer match, a, a fantastic match. And it made the tag team titles look even more important. And we got a happy ending at the end. Everybody's celebrating. And, well, not everybody's celebrating. But them at least, like, shaking hands. We we got to see a hug between Jay and Kevin Owens, which was somewhat unexpected. So that was kind of fun to see. Uh, I don't know. I really liked, I liked this main event. It was very fun. They gave it so much time, which may allowed you to get into it as much as you possibly could. That was very enjoyable, but yeah, the happy ending at the end was kind of nice to have, at least for right now. I don't know what they're going to go ahead and move forward with. And even just like the backstage segment that we got with, uh, with Sami Zayn and Jey Uso, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how to read that. I didn't know if, if there was still like animosity there. Like I, I don't, I didn't get how to figure out what was, what should I get from that? Cause I kind of felt like they were both still not really on the same page, but then kind of were. So that one kind of confused me a little bit. I am perpetually interested in this Jay Uso storyline. Fightful select reported that he's killing it in merch sales. Cyclops says Jay is so over at what point do the higher ups not uh, not notice and put the raw title on him would love to see Roman's reaction to Jay winning a world championship Cody is Smackdown champ Jay is raw champ yes please I think there is an actual possibility down the line that Jay Uso becomes champion on raw I think there's a possibility I don't know if it's likely but I think it's a real possibility Denise I think what's helping too is that I feel like when we were always seeing him with his brother and we were always seeing him with Roman, he kind of was, since he was always in around the same people, you you weren't really seeing him stand out diff, as differently as he is now when he's with Cody Rhodes because they're such different personalities, such different vibes. And when you see him like mix it in there with Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens, he just, he stands out more, I yeah. think, as an individual. And so for me, like I'm seeing that and I'm going, damn, you know what? Like Jey Uso is the, the cool friend that we all wish we had. Like I want to <laughs> have a bud like Jey Uso. Apex says, please no, don't have KO betray Sammy again. They're always teasing it. Always, they I always feel. always are. Vincent Kennedy, man, is the cancer of WDB. Yeah, accurate. And uh, in life in general. Will says, uh, it's funny. They played Sammy's wrong theme. Did they play the, the original one at the end of the show? Or did they play the old one? The, the oh, I didn't new even one? notice. Because they, did, they? The, they did the crappy one. I they played one. the new one, did they? At the end? They did the crappy one uh, during the promo. Apex says, still no news on SmackDown pick from Cody? Nope, not yet. Uh, they, Have so, they uh, mentioned look, it again on air? They played uh, Worlds Apart on the, the main event, so they, they fixed it, fortunately, because that other one sucks. 
And Matt Hennessy wraps us up with a couple of big super chats. Matt, I want to thank you sincerely. I waited to the end so we could give these the appropriate time. Says there were a lot of big plans that Hunter had in WWE after Mania that Vince stopped happening and now they're happening. I remember one of those was that Hunter wanted but- Butch to be Pete Dunn again. Does that happen? I actually don't think so. I think at this point, I think the audience is kind of just okay with Butch. Like, I mean, if you remember, a lot of people were upset over Gunther, and obviously Walter works better, but it is it, he isn't even Gunther anymore. They just call him Gunther. They just well, call him like that. I wish they should have just started hearing Gunther from the start, because for me, it just takes extra work to say Gunther. <laughs> like, I hate it. I hate saying Gunther. I feel like I'm saying it wrong, even though that's the way that they've been saying it, but I prefer yeah. Gunther. I don't think that he'll switch back to Pete Dunn. I think unless he goes, unless NXT Europe becomes a thing and he goes to Europe, then I think he would be Pete Dunn again. But other than that, I don't think so. But yes, we are starting to see a lot of things that he wanted to happen, including the DIY reunion. I'm still like, well, where the hell's Dexter Loomis? What's going on there? Uh, I I think we are going to see more of his stuff come into focus. Bronson Reed is getting wins again. Matt Hennessy also says, great Raw, very much a Triple H. Uh, nearly the entire roster was on the show. Credit to Jimmy Van. He said, Endeavor played Vince like a fiddle. And it's funny, once the merger got done, feels like Endeavor gave Hunter the final say. So listen, I don't know for sure that what Jimmy prophesized came true, but I'm going to let him take a victory lap on the hump this Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on Fightful anyway. Because it certainly does feel like this, Denise. It certainly does feel like TKO was like, Got you where we want you. Hit the bricks. Well, we'll see if they, I've learned anything about They bang bust him, Denise. They bang bust him. I feel like if I've learned anything from what even just even just like this last year is that we could never expect what the hell Vince is planned next. That's the it's one thing true. we're like, I we all thought he was done when he said he was retired. Come on. Like how many of us didn't fall for that? And then it's like, oh, we're back. And all of a sudden, all of these all of these things are happening. So I just feel like with Vince, I just never know what to expect. Sincerely glad you didn't get that reference. RH says, who shot JR? Who hit Steve Austin? Who threw the pie we're at Kevin What? Who called Denise? <laughs> also, if Vince is actually out of the picture. That's going to be the good. mystery for life. I'm never going to reveal the answer of who called me. You guys, My everyone's going to like... When I die, everyone's going to be like, damn, we never found out who called Denise. What did you say, Sean? I said that, that TKO bang bust Vince McMahon. Okay, yeah, now was going to get that. But I'm assuming it's a dirty joke. It's probably like a porno, like a name of a porno or something. Keep going. What, what's your theory here? That's my theory. It's probably like a porno page. What did you say? TKO, TKO bang bust. Okay. Yeah. That's probably a porno page on like. See, Jojo page. knows. Jojo knows. I'm glad I don't know, listen, by the way. Listen, Can I'm I very just- proud of the fact that Fightful has the highest female demographic of any wrestling website out there. And even they know. Even they know. I don't know what you guys are doing on your free time, but I'm at home watching regular ass TV. They're just riding the bus. They're doing public transport. That's all. Oh, is it like those banging buses? I don't know. Like they have those like party buses, but like X rated party buses. 
I've not heard quite, of those. Denise. Not quite, Denise. Guys, thank you no, all so much. it's not in Please. a bus? Okay, cool. Sort of. Please leave a thumbs up. Um, that'll be the next show that we have Denise review. Um, no. please oh, show. Okay, cool. <laughs> sure is <laughs> a show like none other. Uh, please tweet our wonderful sponsors, uh, Nord VPN and, uh, and Helix sleep. Let them know you heard about them from us. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That's it. That's Guys. The place. Thank you all so much. I'm back here tomorrow night. I'm going solo after AEW. Uh, Alex and Kate will be going head to head. I might just, uh, you know. Damn, they left you. They ditched you all alone. No, I ditched them. Do all three. I don't want to do that. Oh, damn. Not at all. Okay, no. well, I'm sorry you have no friends to Listen, do a show Denise, with. Listen, Denise, I am not going to sit on a two-hour post show. I'm not <laughs> going to do that with them. I'm sorry. That is not going to happen. <laughs> Guys, thank you all so much. We're out.